Chapter 146 Annihilation with Fresvert The snotty Zhaobiao, who was now positively craning his neck and gawking at Murong Wuzhu, was surprised to discover that she was actually Murong Tonghuang's sister. Could such an unbelievably beautiful pair truly exist in this world? It seems that the heavens have bestowed their blessings upon me, he thought. Zhao Biao's mouth watered uncontrollably as he declared. Come to me, birdies. I have an insatiable appetite for beauty, and I shall relish every moment with utmost delight. Noticing a grey-clothed old man dismount the horse and ready to take action, Xu Fengyan finally decided to intervene. Zhao Biao, let's get this straight. If you are lusting over my ladies, bring it on, and see if you got what it takes to charm them away before you get your ass kicked. Zhao Biao snapped back to reality and watched attentively as the grey-clothed old man approached Xu Fengyan. Without uttering a word, Zhao Biao twisted his neck and observed the unfolding of events with zest. The inconspicuous gazer in sheepskin coat gradually came into view, disgruntling. The magnificent Guangling River, once vast and grand, now stands as a pitiful sight that even I can't bear to witness. Kid, I'll take this lackey and the thirty cavalries. That piece of crap is all yours. In a split second, Li Chunggang's sentence hung unfinished in the air, was abruptly silenced by a merciless onslaught. Thirty riders and their majestic horses, enveloped in a whirlwind of invincible sword aura, met their swift and brutal demise. Before a sound could escape his lips, the grey-clothed swordsman witnessed the unthinkable, the severing of his head, as though a phantom blade pedophilously sliced through the very fabric of existence. Li Chunggang, still motionless, said to Xu Fengyan, We got a true meister approaching from Swallow Rock. If you do not wish to be on hot pursuit by thousands of cavalries, I would suggest you get a move on. A smile curved Xu Fengyan's lips as he extended his hand casually, in a sword, once firmly clutched by a fallen soldier, answered his unspoken call and found its place within his grasp. Telekinetic grabbing? Recognizing the dire situation, Zhao Biao, the prince of Guangling, wasted no time pivoting his horse around, with his eyes focused on an escape route, preparing to flee from the scene. Xu Fengyan strode forward with resolute steps, reaching out to clutch onto the horse's tail. With a powerful tug, the charging warhorse reared up, throwing its front hooves high into the air. Meanwhile, Zhao Biao, burdened by his corpulent frame and lack of skills, was unceremoniously expelled from the saddle, crashing heavily onto the unforgiving ground. Xu Fengyan stuck out the sword scabbard and pointed it against Zhao Biao's neck, effectively immobilizing him. Swiftly, Xu Fengyan wielded the sword, severing several pounds of flesh from Zhao Biao's arm. 
a satisfied grin spread across Shufunyan's face. See, what's yours is now mine. I trust I haven't deceived you. The air was filled with a cacophony of wailing and howling from the once haughty prince of Guangling. Kid, Li Zhenggang said smiling. Someone will be here shortly. Take it easy. Let me know if you're going to stay or leave. Qingyao, go fetch Nivis sword and Tonitra's sword. Xu Fengyan then turned to Li Chenggang with a smile and asked, Do I have the privilege to be accompanied by the esteemed God of Sword to Swallow Rock for the tide viewing? Li Chenggang hesitated for a second before erupting into boisterous laughter. <laughs> you know, the Wu family once defeated 10,000 cavalry, just the nine of them. I'd like to think I'm better than all of them combined. This was Guangling, a land ruled under Zhao Yi, Lord of Guangling, for 20 years and a land renowned for his deep-rooted power. In addition to its mighty naval forces that ruled the seas, Guangling boasted a significant number of elite cavalry. Among them, the Vanguard, a force of 8,000 elite soldiers, stood out. Swift as arrows and fierce as thunderbolts, the cavalry was led by General Lu Shengxiang. He and Zhang Erbao, the flag bearer, were widely recognized as formidable warriors throughout the Liyang Kingdom, as equally famous as the five foster sons of Shu Xiao, besides Chen Zhibao. High on the observatory in Swallow Rock, a large flag bearing the Zhao coat of arms, fluttered in the river breeze. Standing beside it was a middle-aged man, even more corpulent than Zhao Biao, dressed in a python robe, intricately adorned with a jade belt. The robe, crafted from golden brocade and woven with gold threads, portrayed nine pythons surging in the water, complementing the flow of the Guangling River roaring underneath. To his left stood a frail-looking old man with a thin mustache, his appearance rather unsightly. On his right was a middle-aged general, dignified in appearance, proudly standing with a sword in his hand. It was evident that the Lord of Guangling held great trust in this military commander, the formidable Lu Shengxiang. The cunning advisor of Guangling, with thin eyebrows and beady eyes, flicked his finger against his beard and smirked. That audacious little brat doesn't have what it takes. He stands no chance against us with your highness's thorough plan. He thinks he got Zhu Zhao as protection. But our real concern is how many times that old man who just came out of retirement, Li Chenggang, could withstand the onslaught of a thousand cavalry charges. Lu Shengxiang's face grew somber as he shook his head. Rumors have it that Li Chenggang became an immortal on earth at Mount Tuishan, ascending to the position of sword immortal. Considering the undeniable fact that Su Mao of Western Shu managed to decapitate thousands of Northern Lang Iron Cavalry single-handedly. It's safe to say this God of Sword won't be a walk in the park either. Zhao Yi snapped his fingers, taunting, A true immortal can decapitate foes with flying blades. 
Therefore, it would be wise if I shall not overestimate myself. It would indeed be a comical twist if Li Chung Gang, driven to desperation, swiftly severed my head like that. With the snap, a weathered-looking swordsman, exuding a powerful presence, ascended the observatory. With his hands on the hilt of his sword and his eyes closed, he was now facing the cavalry and Li Chunggang completely focused. The man was none other than Chai Qingshan, the former Grand Swordmaster of Dongyue Sword Grove, the sole surviving embodiment of its glorious past. Renowned across the southeast corner of the kingdom for his unmatched swordsmanship, he had thwarted numerous attempts on Zhao Yi's life and foiled countless schemes. Chai Qingshan remained composed and motionless, unwavering in his concentration. While the naval fleet continued on the river, a stir of excitement suddenly rippled along the banks of the Guangling River. The sheepskin-coated geezer, carrying a standard-issue blade of the Falcon Battalion, which was far from being a divine weapon, gazed at the vast expanse of Guangling cavalry with a faint smile on his weathered face. In my early days as a swordsman, there was a profound sense of liberation. As long as the sword was by my side, I could do anything, even conquering the world. I miss those days, such carefreeness, blissfully unaware of the real world out there. He mused. As history would have it, later on the day of the tide viewing, Li Chunggang would go on and unleash a devastating strike that ultimately claimed the lives of over 2,600 adversaries within a single move. The gruesome aftermath left the rivers flowing with blood, a haunting sight that would take months for the tides to wash away. As they approached Swallow Rock, a mischievous chuckle escaped from Xu Fenyan as he asked Zhao Yi, In the event of an unfortunate fate befalling me, you are aware that Xu Shao would not hesitate to lay waste to the entire city, and the last thing you see would be a Fresford, aren't you? <laughs>